Good evening, everyone, and thank you for joining us for tonight's V Brown Bag. I'm your host, Tom Green, and tonight we're going to be talking about upgrading VMware vSphere 6.7 and 6.5. Uh, to help us with that discussion, we're going to be joined by Nigel Hickey. Before we get started, a little bit of housekeeping. We're very active on social media. You can find us at V Brown Bag and at the other regional uh, vbrombag hashtags. You can also tweet to me, uh, and I'll ask the questions live to Nigel, or if you tweet to hashtag vbrombag after the show, uh, one of us will get back to you and we'll, we'll make sure that you get your questions answered. We love uh, interactive sessions, so if you can tweet to us or uh, use the chat questions bar, that'd be great. We have shows all around the world in different time zones, so if you go to vbrownbag.com slash brownbags, you can check out the latest schedule and get signed up for those. Uh, with that said, it's time to hand it over to the man of the hour. Nigel, I want to introduce yourself and take it away. Hey, what's up, everybody in vbrownbag world? This is uh, Nigel Hickey, uh, a.k.a. vcenternerd on Twitter. And uh, we're going to talk about uh, some upgrades on vSphere tonight, as well as some of the features that came with uh, 6.7. Great. Thanks. Uh, let me make you presenter here. And Alrighty. I'll let you know when you, I can see your screen. Should be able to see something there. Yep. Good to go. All right. All right, so again, we'll jump right into this. Let's see if this works. Yes, it does. There I am. All right, so real quick on me, I'm Nigel Hickey, uh, technical marketing engineer uh, at VMware in the vSphere upgrade team. Uh, a couple of hashtag Nigel facts, not as cool as uh, Kyle Ruddy facts, I'm sure, but we'll throw them out there. Yes, yes, I used to DJ. Everybody asked that question. Used to be a Horizon guy. Now I'm in the vSphere upgrade team, so that's what we're looking at talking about tonight. All right, so let's kick this off. Uh, the biggest thing that is uh, front and foremost in my mind this year is uh, vSphere uh, 5.5 and end of life. So end of life for general support uh, is 9.19 of 2018 this year. And you'll see up on the screen here our knowledge base article 51491. And this is basically telling you all the details you need to know about uh, the end of support as well as uh, the extended support program that uh, VMware offers. Um, at the bottom there, you'll see a link, and I think uh, these uh, slides will obviously be shared on the video, but uh, may be able to get these slides to y'all uh, as well. But that link will take you to our lifecycle page. A lifecycle page is uh, super valuable, so you're going to see every VMware product that's out there from the time it was released as GA all the way through uh, its expiration and uh, sunsetting. So important information there to start off uh, with uh, vSphere and upgrades and getting off of that 5.5 into a 6.5 or a 6.7, hopefully. I just so uh, snipped that. I'll get it out on Twitter and in the show notes for you. 
Sweet, sweet. A little bit of news we'll start off with first. <clears throat> so one of my favorite slides, <laughs> Windows vCenter. So bye-bye. So Windows vCenter uh, in 6.7 will be the final release of the Windows vCenter server. So if folks are still on that Windows vCenter server, we want to see those folks migrating off of that to the VCSA appliance. Also, our favorite Flash client is also deprecated. So uh, we should be hearing cheers from the crowd for that, unless you're really torn <laughs> and love the, the fact of Adobe giving you a hard time. I uh, suggest uh, moving on to our vSphere client for HTML5. That is gonna be our standard uh, um, client for uh, vSphere. So with 6.7 coming out just about a month or so back, a lot of new features uh, were released. So up in the screen here, you'll see um, just some key features that came with 6.7. Not all of the features, but just some, some enhancements that we want to point out. So uh, the VCSA uh, is now uh, our default install of the vCenter server. And uh, because of that, uh, it's been engineered a lot uh, recently. And the performance is just two, three times faster, even just from 6.5 to 6.7. Um, that VCSA is just uh, really a great uh, thing to have uh, over that Windows vCenter. And compared to the Windows vCenter, you're probably looking at more than two or three times. Uh, and just to point out again, that Windows vCenter, um, there's no more uh, features being added to that. So anytime you hear about a new feature in vCenter or performance uh, gain, it's really gonna be talking about the vCenter server appliance. Some other features uh, that we'll touch on a little bit uh, tonight also are uh, vSphere Quick Boot and uh, Single Reboot Upgrade. So we're removing one of the upgrades. So normally you would, uh, when during an upgrade, you'd reboot your host and then you do an upgrade and then reboot your host again. So with Single Reboot Upgrade, we're going to be able to get rid of that first reboot. And that's going to help customers that are using uh, or moving from 6.5 to 6.7 that uh, that reboot is removed. Also, support for native uh, 4K storage. And uh, if you joined the vBrownback last week, you probably heard Mike Foley talk about uh, T, uh, virtual TPM, TPM 2.0, uh, Microsoft uh, VBS, um, as well as uh, we have uh, encrypted cross-center vMotion now. On the application side, there's been enhancements for NVIDIA Grid and the GPUs that NVIDIA has. So not a true vMotion just yet, uh, but what we're able to do now is able to pause a workload that is attached or a VM a workload that's attached to a, a Grid GPU and then move that um, through a uh, vMotion. Um, and that's done through an API right now. It's not in the GUI yet in 6.7, um, but I believe that uh, it's, we're gonna see that pretty soon in the future, uh, probably all come back together as, uh, as one proper vMotion. Uh, vSphere Persistent Memory is a new memory technology uh, that's basically bringing, uh, it's using memory as a storage uh, so that's a great new uh, technology that's out as well that we're leveraging. Uh, it's been some updates for vSphere integrated containers as well as instant cloning. So if you're familiar with Horizon, uh, on Horizon we had uh, VM fork, which turned into instant cloning. The instant cloning has now been rewritten to work for vSphere so that technology can now be leveraged uh, at the 
at the vSphere level at the, at the data center side. Um, and that is uh, also just a, an API a command line feature right now until it is moved into uh, the GUI. On the cloud side, we have uh, per VM uh, EVC. So instead of setting your EVC uh, settings on your host, you can set that at a per VM level. Uh, so that's nice when you're moving your workloads to other systems that may not have uh, matching CPUs and so forth, as well as hybrid link mode, connecting on-premises out to uh, a cloud uh, platform such as uh, VMware Cloud on AWS. So in 6.5, we came out with uh, our native built-in vCenter server appliance backup. In 6.7, it's been enhanced. So if you notice from the screen here, there is a lot more information that is uh, on this uh, VAMI. So you'll see a backup tab now. There's a scheduled backup procedure, a retention option, and you'll be able to view backup activities as well. So this supports a VCSA and a PSC, and it doesn't matter if you're in an embedded deployment or an external deployment. So if that PSC is external to the vCenter server or embedded, both are supported for your backups. Also with the backup, we've also uh, got a better restore uh, screen here. Uh, now you'll be able to uh, browse and restore files like you can see on the screen. Um, this uh, also works uh, for <clears throat> embedded uh, linked mode with reconciliation. Um, it retains the identity of the VCSA, so that's good as well. One of the features here that was uh, that was brought in, I guess, uh, in the older version, you had to kind of browse for your stuff and, and back and restore. This makes it a lot easier. It's all in the same interface. So flexible patching. I really like this feature. Um, if you're familiar with this in the VAMI, you would hit at the top corner there, check updates. And what would happen is you would get the latest update that was available in the repository, right? Uh, now we're able to display more of those updates. So you'll see fixes in there and upgrades. It could be a 6.7 patch. It could be that patch is an update or an update with an A or a B or a C. Instead of just getting the most recent that's available, you'll have a choice now from this uh, VAMI screen. So uh, monthly patches will, will come uh, at about a 30-day uh, you know, cadence, you know, obviously monthly, but we're able to do that faster now that uh, we have the operating system in-house of the Photon OS that the VCSA runs on. So that is definitely helpful as well. So vSphere upgrade. <clears throat> so one of the most important things that I get to talk about uh, when we're talking about vSphere upgrades is almost a read the manual situation, right? Um, what you see on the screen here is a ton of information. Um, I know it's only four, <laughs> four objects there, release notes, KB articles, our documentation, as well as the compatibility guide. I feel that uh, customers that are using vSphere really need to pay attention to these four pillars, basically. Um, product release notes have been improved a lot over the years. There's a lot of great information in those release notes. You'll find sections about upgrades. You'll find um, issues or uh, known issues in there as well. Um, something to review, um, there may be a bug fix that's coming, there may be a bug fix that's been fixed from another version 6.5 and so forth into 6.7. Uh, 
Um, but what we want to point out here is that uh, product release notes are going to have the guidance that you need for starting that upgrade. It may have even links out to this other documentation. Because hardware is also changing, in those release notes, you'll find deprecated pieces of hardware. So in 6.5 and 6.7, a lot of CPUs had been deprecated. Uh, most of them had hit that seven-year mark, so they have li listed for uh, deprecation. Uh, but pay attention to that. Um, if you're doing an upgrade on current hardware and you're not doing a hardware refresh, that's going to be really important to pay attention to. Uh, and with that, the compatibility guides. The compatibility guides can also go through and check your hardware. If you're doing a hardware vendor, a motherboard size or model, checking all that stuff out to make sure it is compatible on the HDL is going to be your friend. Um, vSphere documentation, sure, we've all been in the documentation before. I feel that it's gotten a lot better. Um, I do like the new features now, which is called My Library, where I can save a piece of documentation and come back to it and not have to search again and remember or kind of Google real quick what I need. And knowledge base articles, of course. There's a ton of knowledge base articles. I'm also going to have a slide uh, tonight that will have some uh, popular articles that revolve around 6.5, 6.7, as well as upgrades and, and helpful hints there. So, And here we are, talking about it already. So I'll leave this up on the screen here for a moment, but <clears throat> these are going to be just a quick curated list, uh, information that you need to know before upgrading vSphere. Um, and then we have our new links up there for 6.7. There's also links out there uh, for 6.5. Um, upgrade policies. One of the big things that I like to point out here is the upgrade or update sequence for vSphere and compatible products. So that third bullet, um, that's really key because there's a lot of times I come across a customer that may not know the correct procedure, uh, if it's first, second, or third, or when do I upgrade the host, or when do I upgrade vCenter, and what about Horizon, and what about my NSX, or what about another vRealize operations, or something that's in their environment. So this uh, KB is super important. Now, with that said, um, when we're doing, we're talking about vSphere upgrades, we're doing our, our PSCs and our uh, vCenters first, and then we're moving on to our hosts. But in that model or in that uh, knowledge base article, that vCenter upgrade uh, is only, uh, not only, but it's, it's at least number seven or eight on the list. So there is another set of VMware products that need to be upgraded prior to if you have those products in your environment. So again, planning is key, making sure you're uh, checking all these uh, knowledge base articles, you're checking the compatibility of the current hardware you have, you're checking the compatibility of the other software that you have from VMware or even third-party software, especially backups. I know this has come up a lot recently. Uh, there's some backup companies that are compatible so far with 6.7, and there's some that are not. I won't name any of those companies, but just please pay attention to that stuff. We wouldn't want to see a customer upgrade to a version that they would be stuck and not be able to back up their software or their virtual machines. 
Another one here is supported and deprecated top topologies for vSphere. Now, um, for 6.5 and 6.7, this uh, kind of stays the same. There's a couple topologies that have changed uh, in uh, 6.7, but this is an important document to review. Some customers are on 5.5 and 6.0 trying to move to 6.5 and 6.7. In the 6.0 realm, some topologies, if that's an embedded uh, node or uh, external node for vCenter and PSC um, may have existed and been supported back in the 6.0 days and have been deprecated since then. So pay attention to that. Um, that's something you want to make sure that you know your topology and you're able to design before you start pushing buttons to get your upgrade going. Oh, I skipped a little bit there. Hold on, sorry about that. <clears throat> Um, also, the last couple there, uh, upgrade paths uh, uh, for vSAN, there's a, a specific article for that. You can also access that in the matrix uh, for upgrade path. And uh, VMFS5 data stores into 6. This was a 6.5 thing, uh, still applies for 6.7. Uh, that VMFS data store is not as easy as just right-clicking on the data store and upgrading any longer. Uh, we'll take a little bit more action of creating a VMFS6 data store and then and evacuating your VMFS5 data store. Uh, there's some PowerCLI commands that can be helpful for that as well. Um, documentation, of course, we had talked about that uh, previously. So, oh, yeah. so here's, yeah, 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 go ahead. Uh, will VCSA 6.7 run slash be supported on ESXi 6.5? So could the vCenter be 6.7 and the host 6.5? Is that what? Yeah, thanks. At, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that 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 is that is fine. Um, my suggestion is to always, you know, get the host to the same level as your vCenter, but understandably, um, I know that some customers will move the vCenter first, um, so that that's fine. There is a limitation on 6.7 though. If you were to go all the way to a vCenter or vCSA 6.7 and you still had a 5.5 host, um, sorry Charlie, right? You cannot see those hosts that are 5.5 if you're all the way that far. So don't get too far ahead of yourself, but uh, if you have to be one or two clicks above, just make sure that you're not too far ahead. Yeah. Graham says he has CPU issues so they can't upgrade all the way. So. Okay, so there may be some, yeah, so that's that's come up to where the, the vCenter server you can upgrade, but maybe the hardware, there's a compatibility issue on the hardware side and you're waiting for like a swap out or a refresh. Great, thanks. Cool. <clears throat> yeah, no problem. 5.5, uh, uh, we'll talk about that first. There is no version of 5.5 that can get directly to 6.7. So there's no supported upgrade path, and there will not be for that. We kind of have an N minus two policy where two versions behind uh, is okay, but 5.5 is a little bit further back. So any version of 6.0 can go to 6.7, and 6.5 and 6.5 update one can go to 6.7. Now the last one um, is uh, 6.5 update two, which just came out about two, three weeks ago, and that has no path to get to 6.7. Now, if you're familiar with how we've done things in the past at VMware with some of the upgrades uh, and updates, they kind of work in parallel. Um, so this would be a back-in-time upgrade if we allowed this. Uh, vSphere 6.7 GA'd first, uh, 
and then update two for 6.5 came out second, so it was newer. So this would be considered what's called a back-in-time upgrade. 6.5 update two can also include, or it does include some new security fixes and patches that may not have been in the GA release. So if we were to allow that, you'd kind of be in a weird situation where you wouldn't get all the updates that you needed. But uh, stay tuned for that. Um, if if I was uh, someone who could see the future, I'm sure that uh, we will have a way out of that. It's not a lock uh, in there forever. So, uh, Back to uh, planning again. So within uh, the vSphere interoperability matrix, uh, this screenshot is from the upgrade path tab. And what we've done here is pull up the vCenter and we can see what's going on and, and what path or what version we can move from and to. And you'll notice here, like we mentioned before, uh, any version of 5.5 is not able to go to 6.7. And you'll see that one we just talked about, that update three that had an issue going to 6.5. So the KB that's listed there is, if you don't know how to use this uh, matrix, that's the KB that'll teach you how to use the matrix. Um, this is also where you can uh, you can put in your products. So this is important to put in products like Horizon or NSX and compare them against uh, what version of vCenter and uh, ESXi that you're going to if it's 6.5 or 6.7 and making sure that it's compatible. Um, if you had noticed on day one, there was some uh, things like uh, Horizon and NSX and um, vSphere integrated containers and vSphere Integrate OpenStack that had no support on day one. Uh, most of those have been fixed, but just definitely refer back to the interoperability matrix and that will give you what's, uh, what the deal is. So this is kind of like a pre-upgrade and considerations, just an example of planning and how you should go through uh, that, you know, thought process and steps. So definitely first, uh, I know some of these KBs you'll see are for 6.5 and 6.7. Some of them have uh, been updated for to include 6.7, and some are uh, there's some newer ones that will be coming out for 6.7 um, if they're not out already. So knowing your topology, so are you in an embedded deployment? Are you in an external deployment? Um, you know, and that would mean, did I want enhanced link mode? Well, in 6.5, and 6.0 enhanced link mode was achieved by having external platform services controllers and then pointing your vCenter server at that. Um, check compatibility on the compatibility matrix. Uh, we talked about that definitely for our solutions at VMware as well as third-party solutions. Those backups again, uh, do you have a monitoring solution that is maybe not compatible yet with the next version that you're going to? Pay attention to those things. You wouldn't want to get too far in and find out that you know you shot yourself in the foot possibly. Compatibility guide again, we'll talk about that quite a bit. <clears throat> vCenter server backups, of course, backups. Um, and we're not talking snapshots here, folks, right? So uh, <laughs> get those proper backups uh, done. And that's really gonna be key, especially if you are on a Windows vCenter and you're looking to migrate to the vCSA. Make sure those backups are good. Make sure you can restore from them and uh, you have a way to get out of a situation if you need to back out for any reason.
Um, environmental health checks. So prior to any upgrade, you should be giving yourself that doctor visit of your environment. If that's doing it yourself, maybe you have a VMware partner that you work with, or even uh, you're reaching out to you know VMware themselves to help out with that. Uh, there's lots of things in the community. There's lots of scripts out there from PowerCLI, and Alan Renouf has a great one uh, for Beach Tech. Uh, you know. Um, there's RV tools that is pretty simple, um, but if you need a more in-depth health check, that's where you probably want to reach out to a VMware partner or VMware to help out with that and get that holistic view of what's going on in your environment. Maybe there's a misconfiguration that you can't see from vCenter or vSphere, and it's behind the scenes, it's storage or, or network, and something that could impact your upgrade. So you want to make sure you, you do that full doctor checkup on your systems. Windows vCenter, yeah, let's get that thing migrated. Let's uh, let's get over to the appliance. Uh, let's say goodbye to Windows. Let's save save the license. It's not even about the license anymore. It's just about the the awesomeness of that vCenter server appliance. And then map out your upgrade components in order. So that's the other thing we talked about earlier. Get the order down. What am I doing first? Do I have other products in my environment? Do I need to upgrade my backup systems first before I upgrade my vSphere? You know, find those things out and plan and get that order together. Just like building a house, you know, you start with your foundation and your blueprints, and then you move on from there. And get familiar with the new features within 6.5 and 6.7. Um, there'll be some uh, product walkthroughs that have been updated for 6.7, as well as I think there's some hands-on labs that will be getting updated soon um, for 6.7. That may be closer to uh, conference time, so we'll see uh, how that works out. But I, I know that uh, our teams are, are working on some new hands-on labs to facilitate uh, 6.7 as well. And of course, familiarize yourself with all the management interfaces. Of course, we have uh, <clears throat> a bunch up here from the appliance management interface, HTML5, which is our default client nowadays, um, and the, the PSE interface and the web client that is uh, dying off. So if you haven't seen those in 6.5 and you're still in the 5.5 days, check those out before moving forward. So the upgrade process, the, again, this is probably one of my favorite slides because it, it's just simple and it goes through you know, the steps. What do I need to do first? Um, I've seen people blog about doing the host first and then coming back and doing the vCenter second. Um, I really try to encourage uh, folks and customers to not do that. Uh, you could get too far into a situation where the host is too, uh, too new or upgraded and you kind of, you know, have to start over at that point and it's, it's not going to be fun for you. So step one is always going to be your SSO if you're on 5.5 and your PSCs if you're on 6.0 and higher. Um, and that's if you're external. So if you're set up externally, you do those first in an upgrade. Um, if you're uh, embedded, deployment where the vCenter has the SSO uh, with the same virtual machine and the PSE services on the same machine, then it happens automatically and your first step is, is the vCenter server. Of course, the next step would be your hypervisor or your hosts. Then you should move on to virtual machine, VMware tools and compatibility. Um, also, be cautious of compatibility. Um, you, just because the newest version, 14, uh, has come out with 6.7, doesn't mean that you have to go to that. That's something that you'll have to pay attention to based off of the operating system that you're upgrading or what that server's workload and job is. There could be issues going that, that far forward for some 
for some situations. That it's kind of like ripping the motherboard out of the virtual machine and replacing it, and we all know that that could be an issue. Um, so, you know, verify the version that you want to go to, and then set maybe set that standard, uh, and so you know that you're you're getting the right uh, flexibility with your virtual machine and taking on some new features that you might need. The fifth step should be your storage, your VMFS data stores, and upgrading those. And the last one that everybody seems to forget, or at least uh, I've seen folks forget, is the network. Right? We always blame the network first, but we're forgetting to uh, get that VDS switch uh, upgraded. Another thing to point out about the network here is if you are planning on using a version of vSphere 6.5 or 6.7 to connect to a service such as the VMware Cloud on AWS, you're going to need that network updated. If you don't update that, that network's not going to know how to communicate. Uh, so definitely a good point there to watch out for. So we uh, have some comments going on here. Sure. Uh Emod says per VM EVC requires VM compatibility 14 in vSphere 6.7. Yes, it does. And Graham says, is the going to be an upgrade? Is there going to be an upgrade path from 6.5 external PSC for linked mode to embedded linked mode in 6.7? That's a great question. So <clears throat> the general answer is that should be coming. Cool. Thanks. Well, it's a okay. good feature request. Thanks, Graham. Yeah, definitely. Feature requests are great. So the installation and upgrade screen. So this is just a quick look at uh, the install um, ISO. So this has been updated uh, with our Clarity UI. So the same user interface that you see in the HTML5 client. And you'll start to see across other products uh, within the VMware family are starting to use this Clarity UI. So super clean, really nice, uh, easy to use. Um, with 6.7, there's also been the remove of SSO site for embedded deployments. So the removal of the site construct uh, is helpful because uh, in 6.7, that will allow um, some repointing uh, of the SS, uh, excuse me, of the PSCs, uh, the vCenters can be repointed to different PSCs in different sites since the site construct has been removed. Uh, and again, uh, the embedded deployment for 6.5 U2 and 6.7 GA is uh, supported in Greenfield. So that would be a net new uh, installation uh, or an extended. So if you had uh, a deployment that was uh, 6.5 embedded, and uh, you were excited to move over to 6.7 and stay embedded when you brought over um, uh, an, another node, uh, you, you should be able to uh, to join that uh, to uh, a deployment uh, for enhanced link mode. So that's a really, really cool uh, new feature, but a lot of that's gonna be around greenfield deployment. Um, batch CLI, what that means is uh, in 6.7 there's a batch CLI process where you can deploy multiple vCenters from uh, multiple JSON files and point that uh, as a batch so you could deploy multiples all time instead of one at a time. So it's a nice uh, feature uh, from the command line. 
again, we kind of talked about this just uh, briefly in the last slide, but uh, <clears throat> with the, the new vCenter server uh, 6.7, uh, the embedded PSC and enhanced link mode are supported, uh, again, in Greenfield deployment, supports the same maximums um, as uh, the external deployment did. Uh, no load balancer required there for level of um, things are still required in the web client, and that's going to be that 5% uh, leftover that we're hoping to see uh, completed uh, by fall of this year at 100%. So if you need to do update manager configuration changes, VMware tools and hardware updates, as well as viewing the events and notifications about update manager, you're still going to need to go back to the web client. And also uh, indicating which hosts are set up for quick boot or disabling quick boot, you're still going to have to come over to the, the old school flash client to configure that. So what you'll see here in this little demo is update managers interface. Um, what it's doing here is doing a search for the ID and uh, it's going to pull up a 6.5 release here. And then you can see that you can also see your images from there and set up your baselines. So a really clean interface, a lot nicer than what we had before in the Flash world. And then there's an Updates tab. So on the Updates tab, you'll be able to see that from the cluster view as well. And you can see what your host levels are, or if your hosts are all compliant, uh, you can check compliance from there, and you can go straight back to uh, Update Manager Home or even attach and detach and stage uh, directly from that update uh, tab for all of your hosts. In 6.7, we have uh, another feature we talked about at the beginning of the, the hour uh, for um, two different uh, scenarios here, single reboot upgrade and quick boot. So a single reboot upgrade applies to 6.5 hosts, and that's going to be a faster upgrade process because we're getting rid of that first reboot on your way to 6.7. Quick boot is going to apply to hosts that are already on 6.7, and this will cause, uh, well, not cause, but it will give you uh, the advantage of faster patching and minimize your maintenance windows when you're patching 6.7 or another version of the XSI that comes out if it's a full upgrade. Uh, that it'll be a quick boot uh, on there as well, I believe. And I say I believe, uh, I haven't had a new version to test on that yet, so. So single reboot for major version upgrades. So the update manager upgrades the host to the latest version, and the destination version must be the current version of the vSphere, not an older release. Um, so the way it works is you upload, upload your ISO, attach your baseline to the cluster, and then you can remediate uh, from there. In 6.5 and earlier, the hosts are rebooted before and after, like I mentioned, and then going forward, this is going to remove uh, that, uh, that reboot. Um, 6.0, they're still going to reboot twice, so we can't help uh, that. So we really would like to see folks get over to... Uh, uh, 6.5 and 6.7 to reap the benefits of these great new reboot uh, features. So we have a quick little demo on this uh, little animated uh, screen here coming up. And what we'll see is it's it's two different uh, clusters that are upgrading. Uh, one's called web apps and one's called development. Uh, one's on 6.0 and one's on 6.5. Uh, 
So the 6.5 cluster, you'll notice in the short uh, animation, will finish a lot quicker. And it took over about a half an hour to get that cluster upgrade, upgraded. And in that half an hour, you'll notice that the 6.0 is still running. Um, and that took quite a, quite a bit of time uh, longer. But uh, definitely going to make uh, version upgrades a lot faster, at least uh, four times here. So you'll see on the screen here, just a moment. There we go. So we're looking at that, and you'll see that two hosts are already updated, six are still going, and the development cluster had already been completed at this point by the time it got to the third host. Uh, and this is it just finishing up, and as it's finishing up, you see it's got one host left up there, and we're just going to go and hit the refresh button at the top of the screen. And we should see all, yeah, there we go. We see all of our hosts at uh, 6.7 now. So that just quick little, you know, view, it doesn't really give a good uh, example, but a nice, you know, look at what that uh, kind of plays out to be. So I'll let that play one more time here. So we do have some questions that came in over the last yeah. little bit. Is there any update on load balancers that are supported? So load balancers are still the same three that are supported uh, in 6.5 as well as 6.7. So that would be the NSX, Netscaler, and F5. All right. Um, I've heard of other things working, but they're definitely not supported. <laughs> and vCenter permission export and import from common vCenter in 6.7 for individual vCenter? Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, so you're talking about like exporting permissions, like from the GUI, I guess, instead of like CLI. Deepak, if you can uh, clarify, I'll, I'll run it back by him. Yeah, if, and if if not, we can. I can always, you know, take that offline, and and we can mm -hmm. get an answer for him too. I like to make sure that I don't leave anyone hanging yeah. too far. And import from Emod, uh, import of historical data. The background is only for external databases with Windows vCenter. There may not be any impact. Depends on what's going on with the vCenter. Oh, okay, good. So I think Ahmad is, is is adding to what I had talked about. So I really appreciate that. Thanks, Ahmad. Those are some uh, some key features that uh, that live in uh, the realm that Ahmad works with uh, vCenter. So um, I appreciate that. Thanks, buddy. And then last, is there anything the H HTML5 client does not include. You may have already covered this. So I think I covered a little bit, but um, it, it's going to be some of the features that we see in Update Manager. Um, I want to say there's a couple other uh, features out there. Um, I can probably share it with you, Tom, to put out later. Uh, there is a knowledge base article uh, that will point to a page of all of the updates that have happened to the HTML5. So you'll see the dates that it came out, like this came out in 6.5 and this came out in 6.7 and so forth. And you'll also see what's not in there yet. So it's a nice uh, you know, view and that gets updated. So I think the link has still got a 6.5 tag in the link, but it's it's relevant to 6.5 and 6.7. So. Yeah, if you want to we'll shoot that to me, I'll tweet it out. Yeah, we'll share that out. That's uh, good info too. All right, thanks. Cool. <clears throat> so uh, quick boot. So quick boot is when the hypervisor restarts without rebooting the hardware. Uh, this can be huge for larger data centers that are, uh, you know, updating 
and uh, not, you know, they don't want to wait for that, you know, 15 minute reboot or whatever their server uh, takes to reboot uh, because the hypervisor starts super fast on this and definitely shortens your maintenance window. So requirements are going to be limited right now. There's a short list of Dell and HP systems that support this. Uh, VMware is working with uh, other OEMs to make sure that uh, they get on board. And uh, it, because it touches some of the hardware and BIOS, uh, it just has to be validated between those vendors as well. So we hope to see more of those uh, joining the system. Uh, but as of today, it's going to be, uh, I want to say, the Dell uh, 14 series uh, uh, of the systems. And on the HPs, I'm not sure the models are out there if it was the the Gen 10s or or not. But uh, that's uh, that's something to uh, check out as well. Um, secure Boot to note is not supported. If you have it set up as if you're looking to use Secure Boot, Secure Boot can't work or does not work just now uh, with uh, Quick Boot. I'm not sure if that was something that would change in the future or not, but uh, definitely not supported with Quick Boot. So there's a little demo here as well. Uh, two hosts uh, running 6.7. One's doing the default configuration with Quick Boot enabled, and the other one has Quick Boot turned off. Um, so the update manager kicks off the installation, at, requires a reboot, and then this is what happens. Uh, we'll see on the next screen. You'll notice uh, the it's it's super fast. So on the left hand side is the hypervisor rebooting on one server. And it's about done, and you'll see the Dell EMC side is still booting the hardware. And there you go, the hypervisor is rebooted on the left on 6.7 while we're still loading the hypervisor on the other system. So definitely time savings. I know uh, some servers are quite a bit longer than this, and if you have clusters with thousands, this is absolutely going to uh, speed up uh, your reboot times on your host. So we'll let that play out one more time here. I wish my lab at home booted that fast. <laughs> yeah, you're telling me I'm just running on a couple of nooks. I'm... I got the old, the old baby dragons. <laughs> so uh, I know we had some questions, and I and the, the the conversation tonight is is more general around you know upgrades and the features that come with 6.7 that can help or enable your upgrade um, i know we didn't dive too deep into you know the upgrade process um, but if there's anyone out there that needs help uh, answering some questions or you have uh, you know some curiosity around that um, i'm absolutely available to you know you know, answer questions and things like that as we as we go through tonight or even after tonight. If you want to hit me up on Twitter, um, I can help with uh, with that. If it's upgrade paths or you know I'm on this version, can I go to this version? Uh, and we can get a little deeper if we need to. Or maybe we even have a deeper session on brown bag another day where we actually kind of go through you know maybe screen by screen. So that's kind of like the goal there. So I just want to bring up some other additional resources before we finish out here. So there's this great new ebook that uh, our friend uh, Imad uh, worked really hard on uh, for upgrading to vSphere 6.5. 
Um, it's some great information in the book going through planning and through preparation and all the way through the uh, execution of the upgrade. And there's some different scenarios in there as well with other components involved. Uh, so definitely uh, check that out. Um, I don't know if you want to grab that link too. You could throw that out there. Um, I have well, probably going to say I think there's a I think there's a name capture on that. So I'll just give you the heads up. On, on that, uh, but it will let you download the PDF. Now with the 6.5 book out, we will be coming out with a 6.7 book. Uh, we're looking to have that ready uh, for conference time at VMworld, so we should have uh, another book that helps with uh, the scenarios for 6.7 as well. Uh, another site that we like to talk about that's sometimes unknown is vSphere Central. So vSphereCentral.vmworld.com. Uh, great uh, site of uh, vSphere resources, so you're going to see blogs, knowledge base articles, uh, some videos, and definitely product walkthroughs. This is a really convenient space to work from. Uh, you can export the data that's in here into a PDF to read offline or take it with you. But as you see on the screen here, if you're interested in security or vCenter server or even hosts, you can click on each of those titles and it will drill down into a plethora of information uh, and you can follow through uh, things like on this next screen, there's walkthroughs. So if you wanted to see the vCenter server appliance migration uh, from a six into a, a six five or so forth, uh, and there, there's gonna be new uh, walkthroughs that are out there. I think uh, there's some that have been done, done by Ahmad for backup and restore recently for 6.7. I believe also uh, David uh, Stamen had put out one, and uh, I'm personally working on a couple as well from uh, 6.0 and 6.5 into 6.7 for upgrades. So these walkthroughs are nice screen by screen, gets you that comfortable feeling of what's going on before you actually you know, go through it. And uh, number seven, that's everybody's favorite, right? Certificates, okay, <laughs> you should check that one out. So another resource uh, is the vSphere uh, topology and planning tool. So this is a browser-based online tool. You don't have to install anything. Go ahead and hit the URL. It'll take you out to uh, the site. It's going to ask you some key decisions. So do you want enhanced link, link mode, yes or no? And if you answer yes, it's going to give you suggestions for your external PSCs and 6.5. Now this tool is really focused on 6 and 6.5 topology um, up to 6.5 update 1. Uh, 6.5 update 2 is not included in this tool and neither is 6.7. This tool is also being updated and should be ready for release around VMware as well. So my team is uh, specifically working on this tool to make it better for our, our next versions or include the next versions in there. So definitely a great easy freebie tool to uh, go through. There's also a spot where you can put in your email address and it will kick off the list of everything on the web page to you as well as links to documentation. So it's pretty crazy. Good stuff. And then I like to throw up my brothers on the screen here. So Ahmad, Adam, Kyle, Mike, everybody in the community pretty much knows these guys. Um, the Lightboard video series, uh, very popular. I mean, even before I had joined VMware and I was still on the customer partner side, I shared these videos a lot with customers because just so valuable to see guys write backwards. So. <laughs> No, kidding. Um, so Ahmad and Adam cover a lot of great stuff uh, between vCenter, SSO domains, uh, consolidation of SSO, vCenter high availability, 
uh, you know, certificate, so forth. Obviously, Kyle is our our automation and CLI guy, and uh, Mike Foley, as we saw last week, he's our security guru. So I know uh, there's some new videos that have come out. We'll be probably working on some uh, other ones as well. Um, I believe Mike has some new videos out on Lightboard for 6.7, or they're coming soon. Uh, I know that he's been working uh, to get those updated, so some great content and easy to follow. I mean, it's not it's not boring. It's really really good stuff, and it makes sense. So, and with that, we're kind of at the end of the time here, but I'm open to any questions that I can help to answer around upgrade or anything that we covered tonight. Um, if if anyone's uh, Still poking around in there, has some questions for me, Tom. Checking the uh, the hashtag now. Chat's pretty pretty clear. Let's see. I was capturing all of your uh, things for the show notes and lost track of a tab. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think everything's been clear. We've got another comment about um, exporting and importing permissions from GUI for vCenter. Okay. So now I've I've done some stuff on the Horizon days where I've you know imported exported uh, you know some permissions and roles through PowerCLI. Um, I don't know off top if that's something that's in the GUI in six seven. I haven't. Uh, explored that or had that kind of pop up to say that's there, but I could definitely, we could take that uh, offline if we want to share, uh, uh, you know, just hit me on Twitter with the person. I can kind of follow through uh, with that as well. Yeah, the um, there's some good scripts out there. I've had to do it through from vCenter. No, there's a, some PowerCLI scripts that you can search yeah. for and find them pretty easy. That's what I ended up doing. I was doing a Horizon deployment, and it was a ton of stuff that we just needed. It wasn't it wasn't worth recreating. It was just worth the ten seconds of running the script and getting everything exported. So it was nice. And with that, I think we're uh, all clear. Cool. Well, thank you everyone for joining V Brown Bag again. I am Nigel Hickey uh, at V Center Nerd on Twitter. Stalk me, bother me, ask me questions about upgrade, and uh, I will guide you. <laughs> Great, thanks. And thanks, everyone, for joining. We'll see you next week.